You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hello, hello, and happy Wednesday, everybody. Hopefully you had a really, really good Tuesday. I know I sure did. Um, Yesterday, there was like some interesting moments with the sound. So I'm going to do my best to not move too much from the microphone because obviously if I was at Converge, I'd have like a handheld mic. But when I'm here, it's just kind of sitting there. And from time to time, I'll forget that the microphone is even there. So yesterday, we talked about a lot of different events. I will run back through all the events that are going on this weekend at the end of today's episode. But for today, we do have some very, very fun topics and some updates. I always love doing a good update, okay? So, of course, if you have not liked or shared the stream, do that now because this is going to be another super cute episode of Rewind with Besa. And honestly, I think this one right here is going to be just a little bit shorter than yesterday's. So, first and foremost, we have to talk about Starbucks. As you guys know, Starbucks has closed a lot of their stores. And they're actually saying one of their reasons for closing the stores is... Their employees were reporting issues of safety. Now, of course, typically you would understand your employer saying, you know what, I want to close this down so that way my employees are a little safer because it's getting a little too crazy around here. However, looks like Starbucks employees, at least some of them are coming out and saying, I never said that. Who said that we feel unsafe? Actually, we have three different kinds of security guards that come through here. We feel perfectly fine. So I'm going to play this little news clip. That way you guys can see what's been going on with these Starbucks closures. If you have not been following along with it. And of course, when I get back, I'll give you guys my thoughts. Never had a problem at this location. Dante Lombardi walks by this Starbucks in Capitol Hill every day. I don't think this is particularly more dangerous than than anywhere else that uh, in the area. But it's one of five Seattle Starbucks that the company cites as a high incident store. If you want to meet up in the neighborhood, it's a good place to meet up and I'm surprised to hear that it's closing because it seems like a pretty busy location and a lot of foot traffic. We took a look at the city of Seattle's crime map showing crime data by neighborhood. For Capitol Hill, there have been more than a thousand crime incidents in 2022, ranging from aggravated assault to theft. I do feel really safe at my store. Two of the five stores being closed have unionized. Workers at the union station Starbucks on Fifth Avenue aren't buying the company's reasonings. Starbucks cannot put on paper that they're closing stores for union busting. That's illegal. So they will find a reason that happens to overlap with union stores. In response to the allegations that the company is targeting union stores, a spokesperson said, we apply the same safety standards across all stores, which is why we are closing both union and non-unionized stores. The spokesperson also says store leaders were asked about issues before deciding to permanently close. Workers we spoke to say they were asked about safety and told the company they weren't scared. We've also been honestly safer than ever at our store recently. We have three different uh, teams of security just because of the way our plaza is. We We asked Starbucks if they had any crime data to back up the reason for shutting down stores. It said it's hard to have data to show a spike in crime because employees are trained in de-escalation and not every incident results in law enforcement being called. The city of Seattle's crime data map for the Chinatown International District where Mari works has had 504 crime incidents so far this year. This was traumatizing. I have never been so stressed out in my life compared to being told in three weeks, you may or may not actually have a job and income. 
Now, I can't remember if King Five mentioned this. They did something of the sort. But according to the city's reported crime numbers, Como News obtained, most of the other affected locations are not seeing a noticeable upward crime trend, except for the Westlake Center location at 4th Ave and Pine Street. Property crimes on that block shot up to 134 so far this year compared to the 39 last year. Let me tell you something. I don't work at Starbucks, okay? I don't work really with the public anymore now that I'm in radio and I do a lot of digital stuff. Um, But I do know that when I used to work downtown, and I mean, I still do work downtown, but more so when I worked around the whole Pine and Westlake area, I used to work at T-Mobile. I worked at Victoria's Secret. Heck, I even worked at Old Navy when it was on 6th. And I always felt fine. But obviously, this is years later. So I would love to hear from any of the Starbucks employees that are being affected by this. How do you feel? Did you honestly feel unsafe? What do you really think the real reason for why these stores are ended up are now being closed? And are you going to transfer to another store or will you go to another company? I would love to hear from I would love to hear from some of you guys. You can drop your comments below or you can send me a DM anywhere on social media at Basa Gordon. Now, in ghetto news, and when I say ghetto, I mean this whole damn planet is just real ghetto these days, okay? I remember telling you guys a while ago about monkeypox on an episode of The Rewind, and I was like, I'm not trying to scare you guys. I just want for you to know what's out there so that way you're prepared, okay? And I feel like it's taken some time for people to actually take monkeypox seriously. But for one, one person has officially died from it. Two, California has called a state of emergency in it. And three, it's officially floating around America in weird ways because basically it can stay dormant in your body for like two weeks. So let's just say this this particular disease is really problematic, being that it can just sit up in you for about two weeks before you actually even show any symptoms. But before I give you guys some more of my thoughts on this whole monkeypox situation and what we all need to do, or at least what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to play this news clip just in case you have not been following along with this whole monkeypox situation. Like, y'all thought it was a game. This is not a game. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization is raising a new alarm, this time for monkeypox. Thousands of cases have been reported across the world. Some U.S. states have declared a public health emergency like California, Illinois and New York. And here in India, seven cases have been reported, including one death. What explains this sudden flare-up of cases? What are governments doing to control the outbreak? Our next report tells you. Monkeypox has taken its first victim in Asia. A patient from the Indian state of Kerala has died. He had recently traveled to the UAE. The patient was admitted to a private hospital in India. Despite treatment, he couldn't make it. He was admitted in a private hospital in the midnight on 27th. And uh, on 28th, he was moved to the ventilator. Private hospital authorities, they informed the health department and our team went there. And, uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, that person died on, uh, that, uh, on 30th evening. So far, India has detected seven cases of monkeypox. Five of them are in Kerala. The Indian government has formed a task force. It will monitor the new cases. The world over, more than 18,000 monkeypox cases have been detected so far. These patients were found in 78 countries. In Spain, monkeypox recently took a life. 
Doctors say the patient died due to encephalitis. The death was caused because of an encephalitis, and encephalitis itself can be a complication of many infectious diseases, and it looks like this one took place indeed because of a monkeypox infection. It needs to be determined how the patient was doing by that time, because he could also have been in an immunological situation, perhaps likely to get worse. Encephalitis is a medical term for brain inflammation. Monkeypox can trigger this condition. Patients who contract the infection are showing symptoms. But why are more people contracting the disease now? Health experts have some theories. They fear the virus has been circulating undetected in the human population for several months now. But it doesn't spread as easily as the Wuhan virus. Monkeypox spreads only through close and prolonged physical contact. But that hasn't stopped the World Health Organization from declaring an emergency. Some American states are following suit. California and Illinois have declared a state of emergency. Together, they have more than 6,000 monkeypox patients. The U.S. has already rolled out a vaccine, but the doses are limited. In San Francisco, residents are waiting for hours in long lines to get a shot. So I'm here in the line for the monkeypox vaccine at the Zuckerberg General Hospital and uh, I arrived here at 7.30 in the morning so it's been three and a half hours right now, uh, close to the end, so almost getting there. It's horrible, like this is like vaccine that's been out for such a long time and like it's not even a deadly disease, it's harder to be transmitted than COVID but the rollout of the vaccines throughout this nation is it's absolutely horrible. Monkeypox is not a new disease. It has been around for decades now. A vaccine is available, but the supply is limited. Just a little over 16 million shots exist so far. 35 countries are vying for access. There are fears that the limited supply could spark a bidding war, with future shots going only to the highest bidder. Here's my tingling. You know, in a world where we just had to deal with something as disrespectful as COVID, which is still being very disrespectful, by the way. OK, um, I don't understand why they're having such a hard time getting this vaccine out. It's like do what you did in terms of what worked for COVID. Make more freaking vaccines. I mean, this is something that they knew was starting to rev up for months. So the simple fact that they're not prepared, it's not even really like that many people are trying to get this damn monkeypox vaccine at the moment. Let's be honest. People are not running out in droves to get a monkeypox vaccine the same way they were for the COVID one. So I don't understand what the problem is. I have a lot of questions. I plan on finding someone very, very soon that can answer these questions. So when I find out more, I'll let you guys know. And obviously you'll be able to see the interview because I just feel like at this point, I don't want to watch any more news clippings and see any more TikToks about uh, about um, monkeypox. I need to talk to a professional doctor and really get to the bottom of what the heck is going on and how this thing is really just now randomly starting to spread. I don't want to say it's like a like a rapid fire spread, but it's definitely spreading a lot more and faster than it was a few months ago. 
Anywho, you guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back to Rewind with Besa, we got to talk about some IG updates and we also got to talk about Brittany Griner. Hey guys, Besa Gordon here. And before heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more. Before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. Welcome back to The Rewind with Vesa. So check this out, you guys. Brittany Griner is still locked up in Russia, okay? However, they're saying that they might have a potential way of her coming back by doing a swap out with a Russian um, citizen that's currently locked up here in the States for 23 years. But get this, the person's nickname, as in what people call him, is the merchant of death, all right? I want to play you guys this news clip. That way you can see what the heck has been going on with Brittany Griner. And when we come back, you already know, I'll give you my thoughts. Our next story is about one man, Victor Bout. He is known as the merchant of death. The former Soviet military officer is currently in the U.S. serving a 25-year prison sentence. Now, the future of two detained American citizens in Russia hinges on his release. For almost about two decades, Baud became the world's most notorious arms dealer. He sold weapons to rogue states, to rebel groups and murderous warlords in Africa, Asia and South America. Prior to his arrest, he was one of the world's most wanted men. His story was so unbelievable, it even inspired a Hollywood thriller. Reports now suggesting Bout could soon be swapped for two American citizens in Russia, American basketball player Brittany Griner and former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan. Griner is on trial for drug charges that could cost her up to 10 years in prison. The 31-year-old WNBA star plays in Russia during the league's off-season. She was detained when agents found vape cartridges containing cannabis oil in her luggage. Griner pleaded guilty earlier in the trial, but denied that she intended to break Russian law. As for Paul Whelan, she, he, has been sentenced to, he has been sentenced to 16 years in prison in Russia. Whelan was uh, detained at a hotel in Moscow by the Russian authorities in 2018. Authorities say they confiscated a flash drive from Whelan's possession. The flash drive is said to have contained Russian state secrets. The Kremlin has long called for Bout's release, slamming his sentencing in 2012 as baseless and biased. On the 27th of July, Blinken said Washington had made a substantial offer to Russia. This was for the release of Greiner and Paul Whelan. Two days later, Blinken had a conversation with his Russian counterpart. He called the conversation frank and direct. And according to reports, the Secretary of State pressed Moscow to accept the proposal. Prisoner swaps have been a long part of U.S.-Russia history. The two Cold War adversaries have long exchanged prisoners since 1952. So this prisoner swap will not be new. But the alleged deal has been met with a lot of skepticism and fury. While some have praised the Biden administration for it, others have called the reports problematic and not a good enough deal. 
Now, what's interesting is that I can't remember if Brittany Griner testified this or told her attorney. But according to Brittany Griner, when they arrested her, they didn't fully read her her rights. Or more so, she didn't fully understand her rights because her interpreter didn't apparently interpret every single thing that they were saying to her. And on top of that, they ended up forcing her to allegedly sign because, you know, I got to say allegedly, child, because I wasn't there. Um, they allegedly forced her to sign paperwork and didn't necessarily explain to her what it was. Um, I mean, if they've been trying to get him back for a minute, maybe. But people are saying that they actually feel like they're not even going to consider this deal until Brittany Griner is actually sentenced. So I don't really know what's going to happen with Brittany Griner, you guys. I just feel so bad for her because, I mean, man, she... I freaking got a vape in my bag right now. I couldn't imagine being locked up for something so simple. And especially here in Seattle, you know, like whether it was CBD, whether it was, you know, THC or even nicotine, we have so much access to these things. So to think that she's potentially facing, I think, like 10 years in a Russian jail for a little bitty vape cartridge or whether it was planted there whether she forgot it there she wasn't smoking it in the damn airport like I understand that rules are rules and maybe that's the American in me to where I'm just like oh my god it's not that deep but is it really that deep <laughs> anyways you guys let me know what you think about this whole Brittany Griner situation obviously you know Biden is trying to make some kind of deals but do you think this deal is good enough do you think that she's going to actually be able to get out and have a deal like this go through before her sentencing honestly y'all I I don't know now, on Instagram news, remember, um, I want to say last week when I told you guys that Instagram was coming out with some new um, updates. I show you guys this video where he's talking about, you know, the different things that they're doing with IG Reels and how all videos will now be basically a reel, which is true. If you actually go on your Instagram, at least on mine, um, literally what you will see is that you only have three tabs. You don't have, you know a picture tab or a feed tab, if you will, and then a reel tab and a video tab. You literally just have reels, videos, and I think saved or something like that. So they definitely went through with that. However, the other change that they ended up making was a full screen version of Instagram that kind of reminded people of TikTok. And let me tell you, I was not feeling it. A lot of people actually were saying exactly what I said, which was, why are you trying to make this app so much like TikTok? Why can you not find the great things within this app that we like and just improve on them? We don't need two versions of TikTok at this point. Like, I understand that, you know, Instagram and other little apps were able to bump out Vine, but you're not going to be able to bump out TikTok. Like, just let TikTok be TikTok. And if you are on TikTok, you know that when you're scrolling on there, everything is just one big screen. You just scroll. It's one big screen. When Instagram did it, though, it wasn't very functional, especially because you have the pictures on there and it just looked funky. Either way, everybody from Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner to black Twitter was telling Instagram that they need to switch it back. And they decided to roll back on some of those updates. So shout out to everyone for making it be known that we did not need that. Like, I understand that Instagram is trying to compete with TikTok, but we don't need you to become TikTok. Like, be a better version of what you're already doing and find things that you can do that TikTok can't do because right now you just added a green screen and let's be honest we all have been doing that over on TikTok so 
Now, in other news, <laughs> when I found this, I was like, I know you lying. Apparently, Mystical will be held without bond following his Sunday arrest on rape charges, child. Let me just read you what is going on here, because this is a mess. New Orleans rapper Mystical was arrested over the weekend on several charges, including first-degree rape and simple robbery, according to the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office. Say that 10 times fast. Actually, don't, because I couldn't even say it right the first time. Anywho, detectives interviewed the victim, according to the release, who sustained major injuries during the alleged attack. Through further investigation, Michael Mystical Tyler was identified as a suspect. Mystical was arrested and booked in Ascension Parish Jail. According to the release, he was charged with first-degree rape, simple battery, domestic abuse battery, strangulation, false imprisonment, and simple criminal damage to property. Damn! Jail records show, at least as of yesterday, the rapper remains in custody of the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office. Now, apparently, CNN has reached out to Mystical's representatives for comment, but obviously... They didn't have any comments, which means that they did not reach back or they said no comment. Look, um, this is another one of those stories that I'm just going to have to follow and see what happens. Like, uh, part of me is like, what in the world? But then the other part of me is like, you know, don't quote me, but I feel like something like this has happened to him before and he's been like arrested or charged or accused of something of this nature before. So. I don't really know. I will keep you guys updated on if, if he gets released, if he has to go to a hearing or whatever happens, because that was a mess. Anyways, you guys, we're going to go to one more commercial break. When we come back, we got to talk about Beyonce. Welcome back to Rewind with Besa. See, this is why I have notes, because I almost forgot a whole freaking topic. We got to talk about these people that be going to, and I don't want to just say Atlanta, okay? In general, people that are going to non-dentist offices to get veneers, then you come on social media and you want to complain because your teeth is popping out. I know you lying. Now check this out. So this particular video is muted because I there's music in the background. I don't want to deal with all of that. But this person was like, yo, come with me to Atlanta to get my veneers. And you see that right there? You see, that's where they got their veneers. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that don't look like no dentist office to me. They look pretty happy with it, right? They, they liking the veneers. They're not liking the veneers anymore. Do you see that? They're already popping off. Here's my things. Here is my thing. You want to sit there and shake your head and pick up the tooth like we're supposed to feel bad for you? You literally took the time to skip all the steps of just calling a damn dentist. Hello? Like, I, I don't under... Oh, oh, and then, I don't know if you guys caught it in the video, but they say that they... They've been trying to reach out to the girl that did the veneers, but she's not responding. You were not in a dentist's office. So nine out of 10, this girl is not a dentist. She might have been certified in something, but let's be honest, it's not that hard to get certified in things online. Take a couple tests, you know, you, you pass the test and all of a sudden you print out your certification and then you run around saying that you're certified. Like, uh, here's my thing. I just feel like 2022 is ghetto enough, okay? 2022's standards for our way of living 
is ghetto enough, okay? 2022 gives zero you-know-what's enough to where at some point, I need for you guys to just want more for yourself. The simple fact that you thought it was a good idea to go get veneers in someone's basement. You know what? I don't even want to say it's a basement. It could be a side room, but that definitely was not a dentist's office, child. That that was not that was not a dentist's office, okay? And you just felt so confident that this was gonna work out. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I don't feel bad for you, okay? And and furthermore. What really sucks about veneers is that when you get them done, they're supposed to shave your teeth down. So, you know, you know, went to Atlanta and got some bootleg veneers done shaved down your teeth. You ain't even turned 30 yet. And this is no shade to anyone that has veneers. I'm just talking about people that get the cheap ones and then complain. Let's let's be clear here. You done sat here, went to Atlanta, got these veneers and they didn't even last you a full month. Didn't even last you a didn't even last you a full month. Now I do have some questions in terms of what kind of care was being given to these veneers because I don't know if you guys know this, but you're not supposed to eat certain things in certain ways with veneers. Like, say if you love crab legs, you you're not you can't bite into your crab legs anymore because that that right there that'll be you. The literally it will come off. This rapper by the name of Sukiana, she was out eating crab legs recently and she got some veneers and she found out the hard way that when you bite it you're not supposed to do that with those. You know what I'm saying? So I, I also kind of wonder about the care that this person took, but more so, it's like the pink sauce situation. You guys do these bootleg, I don't care type things. And I don't want to call the pink sauce bootleg because honestly, that's y'all's fault for running out and buying something that wasn't fully FDA approved and probably hadn't even gone through all of its testing stages. It's so much easier to test something when it's on like 30 people versus thousands. But anyways, um, you guys go online and just do these things with your money. And then you come out here and you're like, oh my God. I got the bubble guts. Oh, my God. My veneers are falling out. Well, sweetheart, if you would have gone to an actual dentist and your veneers were falling out, you would have probably had some insurance on them. They would have simply redone them for you. You could have literally just called the receptionist. It was like, oh, my God, my veneers are coming out. Can I come back? How many people? I don't know where people go when they go to Columbia, but people go to Columbia all the time in order to get their veneers. And literally... Sometimes they'll fly back to get them redone. But these people are going into actual dentist offices, which means they actually have some ethics. Okay, they have a whole code of conduct around there somewhere. So I just I just want people to want better for themselves. Okay, I can't want better for you than you want for yourself. Okay, you wanted to go get, you know, side street veneers and then you want to come on here and complain. I can't feel bad for you, B. Now, if you would have actually gone to a, a dentist dentist and your dentist would have done you like that and, you know, they weren't responding, you would be able to probably sue the freaking dentist. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like when you go through the proper channels to get things done, you don't have these kind of problems. I'm just saying. So last topic of the day is Beyonce. OK, Beyonce actually dropped her album Renaissance and I listened to it. 
maybe once or twice. But here's the thing. Before it actually dropped, it leaked online. Not only did it link online, some stores started selling it really, really early. And surprisingly, a lot of people were like, this leaked early or, you know, they started selling this early and I got my copy, but I'm not going to listen to it because I feel like Beyonce wants us to listen to it this way. And you know how the beehive is, child. But honestly, I love it. I've never seen anything like that. I didn't see a single snippet of the song floating around online. Like, really, if it was almost it was almost as if if someone did take a snippet and put it online, everybody would have jumped on that person being like, what are you doing? You can't wait a couple days like relax. Now, I did get a chance, like I said, to check out Renaissance. And I'm going to be honest. Currently, I don't have any favorite songs um, I'm probably going to listen to it a little bit more throughout the week and over the weekend and see if I can find some staple songs. But really, it's a lot of feel good music and I'm here for it with everything that we have going on, all this unnecessary drama and just all the ratchet things that are happening in the world from monkeypox to people getting veneers in someone's basement. I just feel like. A little feel-good music is exactly what we need. And the sun is out in Seattle. Yes, please. So, look, you guys, uh, one more thing. Tomorrow, I'm gonna when I come back, uh, we are going to talk about this whole Beyonce versus Khalees thing, okay? Um, I got to dig a little bit more into this and find someone really breaking down what is going on and how Khalees lightweight might have played herself. Um, but that's going to be a topic for tomorrow. Um, like I said, event wise, you got Hamilton that starts on Thursday. Seafair starts Friday. Umoja Fest, which is part of Seafair, also starts Friday. And if you've never been to Umoja Fest parade, you need to pull up because as you can see, it's a freaking smoothie wood. Okay. Anyways, you guys. So until tomorrow, when I come back, you already know, make sure that you have an amazing rest of your day. Keep your vibe on point. Don't let nobody knock you off of your good vibes just because they're in a stanky vibe. And of course, keep your energy high. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.